Eruvin daf mem zayin. The last thing we're discussing was a whole bunch of Amoraim gave us uh, rules of who to follow when the Tanaim are arguing with each other. And Rav Meshashia ended up saying, we don't, I don't hold by all these rules, I go by whatever makes sense. And we're trying to figure out where did Rav Meshashia come up with this idea that you follow whatever you think makes sense and not by the rules. So we first tried explaining from our Mishnah and that didn't make sense. Because maybe wherever it says that we break, that we go by the Tanad, which is against the rule, okay, it was said, it was said. But if it wasn't said, then we follow the rules. Then we, okay, then we try to explain from a Gemara Nuntet about the big city becoming a small city, small city becoming a big city, doing an Aruv over there. And again, over there, we said it didn't make sense because maybe Dafka, where it says the Halakha is like the opposite Tanad, the Halakha is like him, but maybe when it wasn't, when nothing was said, we go by the rules. So we still don't know where Meshashia came up with his uh, theory that we follow whatever makes sense. And with that, we're starting Memzayin Amud Aleph, four lines in, in the middle of the line, where it says, Ela Meha. Rather, you have to say that of Meshashia learned his words from the following Mishnah Ditnan. A person went uh, on vacation for Shabbat, he went away for Shabbat, and he didn't do an Iru with the rest of the people in the Hatzer. Whether it's a Jew or whether it's a Goy, he makes everyone else a sur to carry from the house to the Hatzer. Once you walked out, you're not part of the Hatzer anymore, and you can't make everyone else a sur. Rabbi Yossi Omer, Nukhri Oser, Israel Eno Oser. Nukhri is Oser, even if he's not in the city. Why? Because always, he could always drive uh, back uh, on Shabbat. Now, Israel, no, he, he's not Oser on the rest of us. He's not uh, driving home. He's Messiah Hadat from his uh, part of the Hatzer, and that's why he's not Oser everyone else. Rabbi Shimon Omer, even if he left his house on Shabbat, he went a couple blocks down, he was going to do Shabbat by his daughter. Eno Oser, why? He already plans not to be part of that Hatzir for that Shabbat. Now wait a second. Who's arguing on him? Rabbi Huda. And he's the one who says he's only Matir if he's in a different city. So obviously we don't go by the rules. No, now the Gemara says, well, what's the question? Maybe, wherever it says the Halakha is like Rabbi Shimon, okay, Halakha is like Rabbi Shimon, but otherwise Halakha would be like Rabbi Yehuda. Ela, we want to prove that uh, we don't go by the rules from the following Mishnah, this is what we said, if a person is uh, traveling and he doesn't have bread with him, he's like an Ani, his Ayruv can be done with his actual feet, meaning just stays over there until when the sun goes down, he gets 2,000 amot from that spot. The only person who can do an Ayruv with his feet without bread is the Ani, and the person who's traveling is like an Ani. They could uh, both do uh, with uh, Ayruv with their feet. The only reason that we said bread is so, uh, 
So the rich person doesn't have to go uh, all the way over there to go stand over there the entire time. He could send the shaliyah with uh, with his bread and stay over there. And Rav Hiyabarashe taught Hiyabarav in front of Rav that uh, where when Rabbi Uda said you could do it with, uh, with your feet. You should end the, 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 the whatever you just taught us. Now you tell me why do I need uh, twice? We Bahamat Rabbi Meir Rabbi Yehuda Halacha Rabbi Yehuda. Now you tell me again Halacha Rabbi Yehuda. So obviously you don't uh, you don't hold of the, these rules. So like Gemara says, Umay Kushia. What's the question? Dilma Rav Litle Lehanikali. Maybe Rav doesn't have these rules that uh, that Rabbi Hanan said, but in general, we do hold like Rabbi Hanan's rules. So again, we don't understand why Rav Meshashia doesn't go by the rules. Maybe in general we do. Maybe only Rav uh, doesn't hold of the rules. Ela, we're going to bring a proof from a different Mishnah. We learned Yevamot. Haybama lo tachlots velot litityabem achiula shelosha hodashim. Ayebama, a lady's husband passed away, no kids. She needs a yibum. She needs or halitza. She has to wait three months. Like any lady who separated from her husband, whether it's by divorce or by, uh, she's widowed, whatever the case may be, she always waits three months from that point. Why? Because just in case she's pregnant from her first husband, by the time uh, three months later when uh, she has, uh, she's getting remarried from the next person, whether it's the Abam, whether it's a different person, whatever the case may be, she, uh, we know for sure she's not pregnant because with, by three months we could pretty much figure out if she's pregnant. And we are gozer one gazer after the other that even if she was only engaged to the first man and he passed away, uh, still she can't uh, do any maaseh with the next person, even if it's a halitza, even if that's if she just wants to separate from the second guy, she, she can't do it. She always has to wait three months. Now the Mishnah goes as follows: Three months from when her husband passed away. And all the other ladies, she can she can't get married, she can't get engaged. Whether they're and she never got married. Whether she was married. Doesn't make a difference of the case. Had arusot, even uh, even if she was engaged, had nesuot, or she was married. Rabbi Uda Omer nesuot itarsu, arusot inasu. Now Rabbi Uda argues. He says no. If she was uh, married, she can get uh, she can get uh, engaged, but not married within that three months. arusot, and if she was only engaged, we're not worried that she's pregnant. Therefore, inasu she could get married. Chutz me'arusav she Uda. Except for a lady who was engaged and she's from the area of Yehuda, because he's very excited in her. In Yehuda, they would have uh, the Hatan and Kala, you know, meet together privately. This They get uh, to know each other a little bit more. They could be very excited for each other and have an easier time having kids. Uh, I think the Gemara Yebamot explains that they, wanted, they understood that their uh, family is the, the, the family of Melucha and they were so worried about uh, the zera of the of the of the kingdom of the melucha, and therefore they want to get things moving a little bit faster. So now, uh, yes, things would happen over there. Therefore, if she was uh, engaged in Yehuda, 
uh, we're always worried that maybe there was a be'ila in private, and therefore she and Arusan uh, of Yehuda would have to wait three months. That's Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yossi Omer, call on Hashimita. So every lady can get engaged. Engaged means nothing. Chutz mina almana, except for an almana. She needs to wait 30 days. She's a mipna'ivul. She's an avela. She's an avel. She can't get married in 30 days, and afterwards do whatever you need to do. Ve'amrina. Now, bottom line is, we saw like this in the Gemara Yevamot. Rabbi Eliyaz, Rabbi Eliezer, Lazar, lo al be midrasha. He didn't come to the Beit Midrash. Ashkehad Rabbi Asi davaka em. He saw Rabbi Asi who was by the Beit Midrash. Amar this Rabbi Lazar told him, my amur be Beit Midrasha. What halachot were they discussing in the Beit Midrash? Amar this Rabbi Asi told him, hachi amar Rabbi Yochanan halachak Rabbi Asi. Rabbi Yochanan said halachak Rabbi Asi. Now wait a second. From the fact that Rabbi Yochanan said halachak Rabbi Asi, mikal dehida apaligal, it means that there's one person who's arguing against him, and it's not hachamim who are the majority who argue on him, and therefore Rabbi Yochanan is posek like Rabbi Asi. And the Gemara says, "In yes, that it is a da'at yahid." And the proof is from the Brayta. If this uh, girl was always going to her parents' house, or she was fighting uh, with her husband, and either way, she was never with her husband. Or she had a zakah he was sick, uh, he he, or he was too old. Or she had she she was sick, and they couldn't have uh, any relations together. Akara, if she was an Akara, it means we know she can't have kids. Zekena, or she's too old to, to even have children to get pregnant. Ketana, or she was too small, she was, uh, she was, she couldn't, uh, she couldn't, impossible to her to get pregnant. Vailonit, an Ailonit uh, is a lady who doesn't, uh, who is almost like a man. She's, uh, she can't, she doesn't have any woman parts. Vishenarayadalid, or a lady who can't have children. And Rashik uh, differentiates between beautifully. Akara means she has no mazal. She uh, she got married uh, to three different men. She never has children. Ailonit, she just doesn't have woman parts. And she uh, she drank something that uh, makes her not have children anymore. Hamapelet lahar mitata Or a lady who had a miscarriage after her husband passed away. All have to wait three months. Rabbi Yossi allows them to get engaged and get married right away. Now, but we see that uh, according to Rabbi Meir, that even a lady who we're not worried about she, that she's pregnant, she still has to wait three months. And same idea with the lady who's engaged. And that's the Tanav Mishnah that all the ladies uh, should not get engaged or get married. Now, bottom line is, Lamali, why does Rabbi Yohanan have to tell me how Chazak Rabbi Yossi? Didn't Rabbi Yohanan himself say, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Yossi, Alachak, Rabbi Yossi? You said it. Why do you have to repeat it? It's part of your rules. Rather, you have to say, we don't hold by the rules. And that's why you have to tell me how Chazak Rabbi Yossi? Maybe we want to go against what Rav Nachman said in the name of Shmuel. Maybe we have a rule that whenever Rabbi Meir is Mahmir, he has a gzera. We hold like him halacha, and Rabbi Hanan wants to say that even though Rabbi Meir is the Mahmir here, we're still going to be lenient like Rabbi Yossi, and that's a hidush. Ela, you have to. We have to learn it from a different place that we don't go by the rules. Mehadatanya. We learn by the the day of uh, a holiday of, of the goyim. We're allowed to go to their marketplace. We're allowed to go buy animals, slaves, uh, maidservants from them, batim, sadot, uchramim, houses, uh, fields, uh, vineyards, 
all this uh, you could say is because you're taking away from his property or you're trying to save or trying to make Eretz Yisrael bigger. Either way, v'chotev u'ma'aleh b'arkaot she'lahen, and you're allowed to you know, use contracts and go to their courts uh, so they can get everything uh, signed over there. Usually you're not allowed to go to a, a non-Jewish court, but here you were allowing you to go. Why? Because like you're saving from their hands. I mean, because I'm paying him, yes, but if I, the only way he can't argue with the sale is if I go to his courts. And if he was a Kohen, he's allowed to go outside of Eretz Yisrael to be, and become Tameh, because once you leave Eretz Yisrael, you become, uh, there's a Tum'ah of Eretz Amim, Eretz of the Goyim, and you're still allowed to go, while to go argue with them in their courts. And the same way he's allowed to leave Eretz Israel to become Tamekach, he's allowed to be Tameh in the Bet Kvarot. And the Gemara says, wait a second, Bet Kvarot, how are we allowing the coin to go to a cemetery? You can't, you can't, we can't allow you to, to do an Avira Deoraita. Ela, you have to explain, what does that mean, the Kever? Bebeta Pras, the Rabbanan. We're talking about an area which uh, there was a safek tumah. We're not sure uh, whether uh, there was a uh, there was a, a dead body over here some way. It was plowed. It was uh, something happened to it, and therefore uh, they only have a gezerad rabbanan not to enter this area. And the Braita continues, umitame. He can become tame by leaving Eretz Yisrael. Lisa isha v'lilmod Torah. To, to get married, he wants to learn Torah. That's only if he can't find the yeshiva in Eretz Yisrael, so he wants to go outside. But if you could find the yeshiva in Eretz Yisrael, uh, you shouldn't become Tamer. Even if uh, even if you could find the yeshiva in Eretz Yisrael, you still have to leave Eretz Yisrael and become Tamer. Lefi. You can't learn from everyone. You know, some people they could only learn from a certain rabbi, and therefore, I could uh, you know I could, I could leave Eretz Yisrael no matter what, even if I could find a different yeshiva in Eretz Yisrael. Rabbi Yossi says that there was a story with Yosef Hakohen. He went to his rabbi in Saidan. It was outside of Eretz and he wanted to learn Torah. Halakha is like Rabbi Yossi, that you're allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael to go learn Torah. Now the question is, why is Rabbi Yossi to tell me this? Your rules state that Halakha is Rabbi Yossi over Rabbi Yehuda. Obviously, the reason you have to tell us is because we don't hold of these rules. The Gemara says, Amar no, no, no. Even if we hold like the rules, it's terich. You have to tell me the halakha is Rabbi Yossi. Why? Maybe halakha is like Rabbi Yossi over Rabbi Yudha, only in the Mishnah. Maybe it's not like him in the, in the Braita, Kamash Ma'alander. Even in the Braita, halakha is like Rabbi Yossi over Rabbi Yudha. So now, again, the question goes back on Rav Meshashiyah. Why do you not hold of the rules? would tell you these klalim it's not uh, not everyone agrees to it you see Rav himself who told Rav uh, to go teach because I don't hold of these rules and I hold that even uh, in the case of uh, Ashir could even do Iruv uh, with his feet doesn't need bread so you see, I, I, I Mishashia says I would hold like a uh, Rav. 
Now, we're going to go back to the Mahloket. If uh, something that is Efker, a utensil that is Efker, is it Koneh Shevita? Does that utensil that nobody owns, does it Koneh in its area, and now you're only allowed to walk 2,000 Amot from that area? Or does it go after the person who uh, picked it up? And we said over there that Rabbi Yohanan uh, holds that it is Koneh Shevita, and Rabbi Nan says it's not Koneh Shevita. So now the Gemara over here says, Amar Shevita. Whatever a Goy owns is uh, not Koneh Shevita. And therefore, if they enter the city, you could take them to 2000 Amot to wherever they are. Leman. So the Gemara asks, Rav Yudama Shemuel said that according to who? Ilemel Rabbanan. If you want to say that he was saying it according to Rabbanan world, that is something that is Efker, it does not Koneh Shevita. Well, pshita, right? Uh, that uh, we—it's obvious that uh, something that belongs to a goy, it does not uh, get an area. Something that is afked doesn't—that is ownerless—is doesn't konishvita. Something that belongs to the goy that has owner, it would, but it might not be Jewish, but it has an owner. Do I even have to ask that it's not konishvita? Of course. Ela, you have to say that Shmuel's Mehadesh, his words, Elibad Rabbi Yohanan ben Uri, according to Rabbi Yohanan ben Uri, Bekamash Malan, what's Shmuel coming to Mehadesh? Ema de Amar Rabbi Yohanan ben Uri, that Hefzehefker is Konin Shvita, Hanem Ela Hefzehefker delet lehu be'alim. That's if the, whatever uh, the things of Hefker does not, is ownerless. Aval Hefzeh nochri de'it le be'alim, but if it belongs to a goy and it has honor, law, then he would agree that it's not Koneh Shevita. Meaning, if you would pick it up, you would only be able to walk around where you, the Jew, are able to walk around. So now, the Gemara asks a question. If I borrow a uh, keli from my neighbor who is a goy, if I lent a goy a plate or something or uh, I don't know one of my kelim and he brings it back on uh, on Yom Tov, and same idea any any keli or any fruits for storage that were in the tchum yes len you could take them two thousand amat each way. And a goy who brought uh, fruits from outside home, you shouldn't move it more than its place. And its place is obviously you get four amot to each side. Because the idea is that they were koneshevita outside the tchum. And by the way, the Rashba is quick to remind us this is all if uh, it wasn't brought for you. But if it was brought for you, you can't touch it, even in its place. Now, if you want to say that Rabbi Yohanan held that uh, something that is owned by a goy, who is Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar uh, saying his bright uh, according to? You have to say Rabbi Yohanan ben but if you want to say that Rabbi Yohanan ben Uri holds that whatever is owned by a goy does not konish vita hamani, who would this be according to? Lo Rabbi Yohanan ben Uri, velo Rabbanan. It's not like either of them. So the Gemara explains, Le'olam kasavar Rabbi Yohanan ben Uri, hefzeh nukhri, konin shvita. Yes, Rabbi Yohanan ben Uri holds that whatever is owned by a goy, uh, it is koneshevita means you do uh, it gets its place and he gets two thousand amot from each place. Ushmuel the Amar when Shmuel said uh, that they're not kone he holds like kerabanan. Utka Amar le rabanan pshita. What was your question, Rabanan? Well, obviously, 
So Gemara explains, no, it's not obvious. Why? Maybe they should be Koneshevita when it's owned by a Goy because then you might get mixed. If you say no, it might, you might get mixed up and say even when a Jew owns it, you're not Koneshevita. Kamash Malan, that we're not Kozir, that type of Gezerah. Uh, now, even according to Rabbanan, and the problem is, and he is worried that if we uh, say that uh, by a goy it's not Koneh uh, then you'll say even when a Jew owns it, it's not Koneh Now, the Gemara brings a story. There was this case on Yom Tov where the Goyim brought from outside home uh, rams to a place called Mavikta. So Rava allowed people to buy from it on Yom Tov. And of course the Abed tells us we're obviously talking in a, in a sale that is Mutar Yom Tov where we know the price for the ram and you're just taking it and there's no discussion of price on Yom Tov. Amar de Ravina de Rabba. Now Ravina told Rabba, why are you allowing the people of Mahuza, which is a different city, to to, uh, to go buy in Mavrachta, which is, is a totally different city? Because you hold that the, the, the things that are owned by a uh, goy are not koneh shavita, and therefore, even if these rams are bought outside at home on Yom Tov, you're allowed to bring them to Mahuza because they were never koneh shavita. But still, the Shmuel Rabbi Yochanan, Halacha Rabbi Yochanan, Ve'Amar of Chiyah Baravin, Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Chetzen Ochrin Konin Be'Shevita, and not only that, Rabbi Chiyah Baravin and said the name of Yochanan that the, the, on, the things owned by a goy is koneh Shevita. Why? Because Rabbi Alim Donochri atu be'alim de'Israel. Because if you you say that the goy the goy's uh, stuff are not going to be koneh Shevita, you'll say that uh, something owned by a Jew is not is not going to be koneh Shevita either. So Rabbah understood that he, there was a problem with what he was psak was Hadar Amar So Rabbah he was he went back and he said it was asur for the people of Mehuza to buy it, and he told them They can be only the people of Mavrechta, that city where the Rams are in, can buy the city, and I and the Tosfot explains that there had to be a wall around the city. An entire city was considered like one big four amot area. The entire city of Mavrechta is like one big four amot area, and you're allowed to carry it in the entire city. We'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Amen. Ve Amen.